welcome to the Daily Calendar Podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 12th, 2020. My name is Bob Mayer, and I'm here with Carrie. Mayer. The Mayers. The Mayers. The Mayers. And... And we're going to continue to rip pages from the Daily Calendars that you probably have already forgotten about. That's right. You probably left them in your bathroom, and then we snuck in there and took them. (laughs) Right. And they're filled with tips, trivia, and conversation starters that you didn't even realize you were missing out on until now. Until now. And you may even be in the bathroom right now as we're reading these two. It's true. If you listen to podcasts in the bathroom, you you might be, Bob. You could listen to a podcast anywhere, so... That's true. I don't see why not. That's true. Well, why don't you start off with today in history? You know where you couldn't listen to a podcast? Where? On the Lyman M. Law Schooner. On the Lyman M. Law Schooner? That's right. Okay. And you couldn't listen to there because it was sunk in 1917. On today. By 1917. An, on today. This date. By an Austrian submarine. Wow. Yep. Do you want, do you, do you want to know what it was carrying? I do. It's very significant. Of course I want to know what it was carrying. 60,000 bundles of lemon box staves. 60,000 bundles of lemon box staves. Yep. These are all tongue twisters today. Yeah, but think of all those lemon boxes that... Don't have staves. Don't have staves. But tell me, what's a stave? A stave is just like a stick. Like, it's just like a piece of wood that's used to support something. Huh. So, yeah, just keep something so that it stays in its structure. So a lemon box would stay a lemon box. Well, not anymore because they're all in the bottom of the ocean somewhere. Yep. All right, let's move on to a life hack, Bob. You love a good life hack, don't you? I do. Okay. This is a good one because I bet you a lot of people have to do this just like I do. Do you want to soften butter quickly? Who doesn't want to? I always do. So listen to how you do that. Okay. Microwave a glass of water, then pour the water out and place the empty glass over the butter. It'll start melting after a couple minutes. I always just stuck it in my armpits. That is gross, but thank you for sharing. And for other people who don't want to be so disgusting, then they can do this life hack, which is microwave a glass of water, then pour the water out and place the empty glass over the butter. It'll start melting after a couple minutes. That sounds like a good idea. It does sound like a good idea. What I would actually do is put it on a uh, toaster that I've had just done been that. used. I've done that. Or I put toast in, right? Yeah. Which is often when you want to soften butter because you don't want it to be super hard when you're spreading the butter on. Right. So I would have the toast in and I would put the butter kind of on top of it, sort of. But inevitably, one side would get really melty and sometimes go into the toaster. So I think this is actually a better move. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, nice little tip. All right, what's up next? Well, let's uh, let me read a one of the 365 greatest things ever said. So, taken from the calendar of the 365 most important, smartest, things, smartest things ever said. Okay, smartest things. Yep, it is the smartest things. This was said by writer Antoine de Saint Exupéry. Okay, and I'm not going to try to say that in French. Unless you want me to. I kind of do. But. And Antoine de, de saint Exupéry. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll work on the French. Yeah. Um, here is my secret. It is very simple. 
It is only with the heart that one can see rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. So it is only with the heart. Say that again. It is only with the heart that one can see rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. Interesting. Yes, it is interesting. And do you know what book he wrote? I do not. Tell me. I think every, a lot of people know this book. Okay, tell me. It is The Little Prince. Oh, The Petite Prince. Yep. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think that's pretty close. Yeah. Do you know I have a copy of that book right over there on that bookshelf? I do. I love that story. I've seen it. It's so sweet. Yeah. Aw. Well, then that actually explains a lot about him because it's it's like right from the heart. Yeah. It is right from the heart. Oh, All right. Well, that's a yeah. nice one. And how do you say Prince in, Fran- in French? I think that's pretty close. Okay. Prince. <laughs> all right. So let's go to a... Atlas Obscura. So taking the taking the page from the calendar, the Atlas Obscura, we're moving to Shiraz, Iran. Okay. Or Iran. Ooh, yeah, I think it's Iran. Okay. So this is called the Nazir Al-Muk Mosque. I have to say it is quite beautiful in the photo. This is a 19th century landmark, and it goes by the nickname the Pink Mosque from the shade of its tiled ceiling arches. The real attraction, though, which is the pretty part that I'm talking about, is the righteous rainbow created by the stained glass windows, which turn the building's interior into a brilliant kaleidoscope with colorful shapes cast across the Persian rugs and the worshippers' clothing. So it is quite beautiful, I have to say. Look at that. Oh, yeah. We should put a picture of that in the notes if we can, because it's yeah. really pretty. I love stained glass. Stained glass is really cool, especially when the light shines through it. Yeah. I would only have stained glass if I could. Really? Well, that's good to know. What do you yeah. got? I've got a factor crap. All right. Factor crap. You ready for it? Let's make sure you give us time this... to think about it and answer. Okay. Well, this is relevant to today. What's today? Not today, as in it's nowadays. I see. Nowadays. Okay. Okay. Fact or crap? In 1963, Herbert A. Gilbert invented the first e-cigarette. But at that time, no company was interested in manufacturing such a device. And sadly, Herbert's patent soon expired without earning him a dime. Wow. So 1963... This man, Herbert, may have or may not have invented the first electric cigarette. You know, I'm going to say that that's fact because I feel like the electric cigarette is kind of not easy, but sort of easy to think of. Is it fact? It is fact. Yes. Yep. He actually... um, I can see, like, the patent right here, too. Oh, wow. It's a smokeless e-cigarette. And uh, he never, it. nobody was into it. Everybody even though just ripping on their regular old butts. Regular old butts. And that year, 1963, was a record-setting year for cigarettes in America. 523 billion cigarettes. Wow. I wonder smoked. how many are smoked this now. Oh, that would be a good idea. question. No. How many cigarettes are smoked per year 
Is that what it was? How many cigarettes are smoked per year? All right. Well, we can put that in something that we kind of look up. Um, and we'll move on to... Oh, well, this is interesting. Gilbert is still alive today. Oh, he must be bummed. He, it's a $10 billion industry now. Oh, gosh. And what is he Well, doing? probably more than that. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bummer. All right. Well, let's move on. And we will do oh, my least favorite. I want to get it out of the way because it's so gross today. Okay. So truth be told, this is my least favorite daily, daily calendar that we read because some of these are so gross. They're grosser than gross, Bob. Yeah, some of them are pretty gross. And it is science and it's all true, but it is what is your poo telling you? The daily calendar. And this is a doozy. So Dr. Stuhl says it's alive. When is a poo not really a poo? The passage of a noodle-like strand may at first seem to be a particularly slender thread of stool. Closer inspection, however, will reveal that this poo imitator is in fact a parasite known as Ascaris lombricatus. I'm sure I murdered that, but I tried my best. These worms somewhat represent angel hair pasta and they reside for years in the small intestine and may only come to their host attention during their dramatic exit. Rarely these worms can cause nutritional deficiencies by competing with your GI tract for valuable nutrients. Think you have a worm? You're probably not alone. One quarter of the world's population is infected with round worm. That is so gross. I'm just going to leave it there. I don't even really want to hear your comment because I feel like you're going to make it even more gross for me. And no one's going to talk about this at the water cooler. Well, maybe not the water cooler, but Oof. other places you could talk about it. It's very informational. It is very informational, but I just think we should just leave it right there and move on to the next one. Okay. We could just move on to the next one. All right. Actually, I gotta, can I... Let me do the next one. You want to do the next one? Because you want to get have, that, I have a that better, taste out of your I'll mouth? Get, oh, God. So this is kind of related, though, in a non-gross way. So this is... You're telling me there's a chance. This is going to be a percentage you're guessing here. Okay. You and the listeners. Toilets use what percentage... Of indoor water use. Well, I think it's not insignificant because if you think about all the the main ways you use water, it's showering, kitchen related stuff. Bathing. Oh well, showering's right. bathing. <laughs> washing your hands and then flushing the toilet. Dishwasher, laundry. Well that's kind of kitchen related. Yeah, laundry. So, but, I mean, you don't do laundry every day. You go to the bathroom every day. You don't actually use a ton of water when you're cooking. You use a lot of water when you're showering. But a toilet's a decent-sized bowl, you know? So what's your guess? I would guess it's a third. It's a percentage. 33%. Oh, so close, Bob. 35%. 35. Yeah. That makes sense. It does make sense. And it somehow sold us more than that. Ready for the Jeopardy? I am. Aviation question. Okay. This is for a thousand. Ooh. This international airport was named for an agricultural village near London inhabited in Neolithic times. 
Um, I'm going to say, what is Heathrow? You would be correct. That's yeah. the only airport that I could possibly think there's, of. Yeah, there's not too many. I'm surprised they said near London. They could have that said like near away. a major city. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's but only I mean, a couple perhaps options. Perhaps there's many that are, I'm not sure. So Heathrow was yeah. a major agriculture. What was the, what was it? A major what? Agricultural. Ma- major agricultural. Mm-hmm. It was named for a major agricultural village. Village. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Which Heathrow was. All right. Um, let's do the word of the day. You know, I love a good word of the day. Yeah. Which I think that this one is most likely to sneak into conversations with people. Okay. But the word is impious. Oof. Impious. impious. It's an adjective, Bob. Yeah. Any idea what this means? <sighs> No, but I, I mean, not, yes, kind of. I know it's difficult for guys to talk about. No, that is, oh my gosh. All right, I'll go ahead and read the definition. This is lacking in reverence or proper respect, in parentheses, as for God or one's parents. So impious. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> it's not what you were thinking. So of. you're being disrespectful. Pretty much. So the sentence is, he was a troublemaker, a religious rebel who confronted his opponents with deeds some of them saw as outrageous and impious. So impious is, I would say, not something, well, I guess, you know what, it's probably going to be thrown around in a lot of political conversations. Not that we're going to talk politics. Yeah. And if you do, be careful. Yep. In the next debate, anytime somebody says impious... Drink. Drink. <laughs> a lot. All right. So what do yeah. you got? I've got a how to win friends and influence people Ooh, quote from that calendar. This. this is a quote by John D. Rockefeller. He knew what he was doing. He he knew what he was doing and he did it. Yeah. And he did it and got a lot of money. Yeah, he did. So this is what he says. It has to do with money. Okay. The ability to deal with people is as purchasable a commodity as sugar or coffee. And I will pay more for that ability than for any other under the sun. So the ability to deal with people is more important than what? Is as purchasable a commodity as sugar or coffee. Oh. So this is the thing I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. He's saying he will pay more for that ability than any other under the sun. So I guess that kind of answers my question because I was wondering if he was saying like, I could deal with people by just paying them, giving them money and be like, hey, here's a thousand dollars. Quit being a pain in the ass, you know? Mm. Or was he saying like he could be trained on how to deal better with people? I feel like he's saying that for... I feel like he's saying that more for employees I feel like well for him yes but it could also be friends and family and more for that ability than for any other under the sun it's true to deal with people is challenging a lot of people do not know how to deal with people and cause huge scenes yeah and that's the thing so maybe he's saying like yeah I will I will pay a lot of money for an employee or for somebody that I work with, or for whatever that can deal with people. Right. Sounds good. Because he didn't want to deal with them, maybe. I don't think... Th- I personally don't feel like that's what he's saying, but... Oh, okay. Um, I just think that he's recognizing that it's more important to know how to deal with people than material things. And you might as well invest in it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Totally. All right. Well, do you have any more today? That's all you have. That's all I have, too. All right. So, uh, I guess there, there's a few things that people can bring up. Maybe leave the worms out of the conversations, but... I definitely think they should leave that out of the conversation, but... They, I think it would be interesting to bring up in almost any situation to say, you know, the guy who invented the e-cigarette did uh, it in 1963 and... He didn't make any money. He didn't make any money and he's still alive today. That's probably, I get, you know what, Bob, you're right. That's your best bet because also so many people smoke those e-cigarettes. Yeah. Those dang (sighs) e-cigarettes. Unbelievable. (laughs) So. Yep. So that's our podcast for today. We will see you tomorrow. And remember, Carrie. What? Always be blooming. the year off.